y'all this week we have Chris Pupecki of um, Cast Iron Hike, Doom Riders, a bunch of other shit. Um, I'm sure you know who he is. We knew each other back in the day when we used to work for Newbury in Natick. Um, and we lost touch. Probably hadn't seen him in like 10 years, maybe more. I'm not sure. Uh, but it was good to see him. And uh, we had fun talking, I think. And he says he doesn't like doing these interviews. But I think we came up with something good. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. This is All Your Things Are Gone. How you been? been a minute. It's been a little bit. It's been, what, a decade, maybe? That I've seen you? I don't know. Probably close to that, right? Yeah. It's crazy. What have you been up to? <laughs> Wormwood. Kids. Most yeah. kids. How are kids? Good. How old are they? Uh, eight and six. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. I don't think I've ever met any of them either. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. A lot of work. Well, my boys, we think he might have autism. Oh, boy. So he's uh, very tough. energetic and very yeah. tough, and you can't talk him down from things a lot of times. And yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's a lot of work. A lot yeah. of work. <clears throat> Are you stressed? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we just found out. Oof, boy. So, um, what so. do you do? That's the thing we don't know yet. Yeah. I mean, we don't. We don't even know for sure. It hasn't been officially diagnosed. Mm-hmm. So, you have to go through a bunch of. Tests we have to get the diagnosis and then work from there. You know. <sighs> so right now we can't reprimand him. There's like there's no. Yeah. Nothing works. Really, you he know? just like ignores all sort of yeah he'll he'll like listen and you think he gets it but he doesn't you know mm-hmm. and then you, you put him in his room and he doesn't really get why he's in there so it's like what the fuck do you do yeah you know? how do you get through yeah yeah i, can't. It's oh, really I couldn't handle that <laughs> yeah wow man i don't i de- definitely don't envy that for sure my daughter's the opposite she's so yeah. easy so yeah. easy just a great kid you know well how uh, how was how was it getting here? Easy peasy. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. How's your wife? Good. Yeah, good. Stressed about all this stuff too, but you know. yeah. Is it hard? I mean, you you started something new. You started a new career here. What's that? You're cutting hair now. Oh, I'm going to school for it. Yeah. yeah. When did you decide to do that? Uh, it's been on my mind for years. Really. Um. But finally, I was just like, fuck this. I got to do something mm-hmm. different. You know, having store meetings about how to sell more posters, <laughs> like <laughs> shit like that is like, I'd be in the middle of those meetings like, what the fuck am is I doing? Newbury? Yeah. You know oh. what I mean? Yeah. 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 Shit like that. Mm-hmm. Meetings about the dumbest shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck we need yeah. to sell more used DVDs. <laughs> how do we do this? Are you guys? working Let's there? brainstorm. No, no. But that was right, the last right, job I had. Yeah. 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 I mean, your job has been a father. kids. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's probably the best job you can have, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the most, one of the more honorable ones. Yeah. Sure. It, it's great to be with them, but, you know, I'm not now, getting, are not you going to start crazy? Yeah, yeah. I'm not getting paid for it. And it's a lot of fucking work. And you're indoors all the time. Yeah. It's just like, you know, a lot of couch time, <laughs> a lot of time so. to think. 
a lot of time to gain weight. Sure, I did. I know. did a little bit of that. Mm. Still doing it. <laughs> right now, I am working on it. Drinking yep. beer at fucking eleven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have kids, so it don't matter. It's almost noon. Yeah, that's fine. It's noon somewhere, Atlantic <laughs> Ocean somewhere. Um, so uh, when so you decided you decided to go back to started to cut hair. What prompted that? Was it you said it's always an interest? Like, yeah, it's always kind of been there, and I just kind of was like, "Fuck this! I got to do something different," and I don't want to have those kind of meetings or those kind of situations. I don't yeah. want to be in a cubicle. Um, kind of. So, would you be working for somebody? Would you work for yourself and rent a booth, kind of thing? I'll probably work for someone just to, you know, yeah, figure it out at first, and then maybe open a shop. I don't know if I even want to do that yet. Mm-hmm. How are you finding it? Is it fun? It's fucking hard. Is it? <laughs> Some like bald fades on black dudes. So hard. <laughs> really? Because you know the skin is dark, the hair is dark, mm-hmm. and really, really short where you need to make the fade part. Mm-hmm. So it's it's almost impossible for me. At yeah. Least. A lot of the kids who go in there, like everyone's kids, they're all younger than me. Half of them have worked in shops for years, and they finally the boss was just like, you know, I don't want to get it. Any more fines, so you need to go and get your actual fines. license. They get fines if they, they're not licensed and they yeah. work in shops. And there's oh, people okay. who come around and say, where's your license? Mm-hmm. The owner gets fined $1,000 every time oh, that fuck. happens. Yeah. So, yeah, this kid's, I've been cutting five years and, you know, I've been cutting <laughs> since October. <laughs> Struggling, you know. Are you, I mean, is it coming naturally or no? No, not as naturally as I thought it would. Yeah. Have you had any experience doing it? No. Ever? No. You just just like punk haircuts <laughs> in the eighties and nineties, shaving oyster. I shaved my own head, that yeah. kind of thing, but yeah. nothing. <clears throat> yeah. hmm. Um how long is it gonna take you, do you think? Thousand hours I gotta get. I'm almost five hundred into it now. Is that mainly just working at like a like a school? And then, yeah, it's then a school. you go some It's like thirty two chairs in there. Yeah. I yeah. Need, I need and more. then I take the, the state board exam. How's that? Do you? I, I haven't taken it yet. <laughs> I know, but like, did what's what's is there like a test? Is it yeah. like yeah, like, it's a written test and an actual haircut shave. Yeah. yeah. Are you excited? I mean, yeah, I'm excited to do something different and you know, be in a different situation. Yeah. Hopefully, make some fucking money for once. <laughs> you know. Uh, I was surprised when I you know, also working in Newbury, finally making. I like a living wage where I'm where I'm not worried about anything. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh. Imagine that. Imagine I can actually spend money on something that isn't necessary. Yeah. <laughs> it's only but it's only happened recently, so yeah. Listen, I'm forty and it only happened just yeah. like this year, mm-hmm. basically. You know. I mean oh, I'm forty seven and it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So. <laughs> Listen, I thought I was never gonna happen. I never yeah. thought I would own a house. Yeah. You know? And you guys bought a house like 15 years ago now, is it? 10-ish, 11, mm-hmm. something like that, yeah. You still like living in Framingham? Eh, it's all right, yeah. You're in a kind of a weird area. I feel like it's like... It's right on the Natick line a, there. Yeah, like it's a... It, that shouldn't exist, kind of. It's like down this like country road almost. Yeah. In Framingham. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all right. Um, Would you move back to Clinton? Hell no. <laughs> oh no i've you know i live near clinton now really yeah i live in lunenburg oh okay so i'm not that close but yeah that's close. out there man you got a ride to get here oh yeah 
Yeah. Holy fuck. And I do it like three times a week now. Wow. Because I usually have an interview on Sunday, and then I usually try to schedule an interview on Tuesday or Monday. Uh, tomorrow I'm talking to Adam McGrath. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. It's been fun. Uh, and I'm happy. it's nice that people like you want to do it. Yeah. Or willing to do it anyway. Yeah, I actually hate these things. Do let you? Let me just put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, then let's make it, then let's just talk about shit. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Is there, I don't want to force I you to talk about anything. No uh, I mean, so. They just make me nervous. I feel like I'm going to blank. That's fine. I blank like, all the time. Oh. Like, I just sit here, I'm like, what question am I going to ask next? Fuck. Yeah. Um, I imagine it's just as hard for you. It is. You don't have any, well, unless you have questions up there. No, no, I I try not to have just any questions. Like, I know in. you. And, like, yeah. most of the people that come in here, I, I try to have, you know, I know either know them or know of them. Um, so uh, I try to talk to Alex Garcia. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I don't know him, but I know, okay. his, I know his old band. His bands, yeah. Yeah, and shit like that, like Blood Horse and stuff. And uh, it wasn't that hard. And once, once he knew... That I, like, I was at, I fucking, you know, I probably was at a couple of his shows back in the old Blackstone Valley mm-hmm. hardcore days. And, uh... He's been in so many bands, I'm sure you've seen. Well, like, some of his, like, former old bands, like, American Nightmare and, like, um, Shelter and shit like that. Like, I was never into that stuff. Yeah, but, me either. <laughs> but, the, like, the early, like, 90s hardcore mm-hmm. was great. Uh, speaking of which, do you want to talk about Backbone? Sure. Yeah. So you you grew up in Clinton. Mm-hmm. Um, when did that come about? Who who did you know? Did you know that they all come from Clinton? Um, no, I just had my dad had a garage. So, you know, there was a space to play in. Mm-hmm. So that's why we all ended up there. But everyone else was pretty much from Worcester. Um, that's how I met Bedard. Just from, I went to school in Worcester for high school for two years. And I just, that's where I first started going to shows out there. Did you live in Worcester? Or was no, it never school lived choice? there. What's that? Was it school choice or? It was a Catholic school that my, oh. my parents sent me to, to get me away from the bad kids that I was hanging out what, with. What school? St. Peter Marion. Okay. It was hell. <laughs> I know it is Marion, yeah. Yeah, it was I hell. went to St. John's for two years. Oh, yeah. So you know what it's like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Did so, you I go know. to Catholic school before that? No. No, so you were big... just thrown in like me. Yeah. Thrown in. Probably for the same reasons. All all the other kids had been going to Catholic school the whole time. Right. And you're thrown in in religion class, so you're just like, what? Yeah. That was the bullshit part. Like, yes. if you were baptized, you had to take fucking religion. It was just... Oh, well, everyone had to take religion. Useless fucking information. It was like... The worst. Full... I didn't even believe in God, and I was taking this fucking <laughs> religion class. And I actually failed it because I was like, this is bullshit. And everyone yeah. else had been doing it their whole lives, so they knew how to, like, play the game. Mm-hmm. And so I, I didn't, and it's like fake I didn't history. Really care. I had to go to summer school in Worcester for fucking religion. <laughs> Sucks. Like, yeah, and I don't even believe in God. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So yeah. I finally got, I went back to Clinton High. But anyway, getting off course, I, I met Dave Green, the drummer from Backbone, and Cast Iron Hike went to school there. Mm-hmm. So I met him there. Um, and Bedard, he had a radio show. Really? And he was like the guy. You know, in Worcester. Like a, a Worcester? Like, is it a public oh, station? Yeah, or? WCUW. Mm-hmm. Like, late at night, he had a hardcore show. Awesome. I'm sure I listened to it. And, uh, yeah, that was probably 88, something like that, 87, 88. And I had a, I had a band called uh, Youth Crew. 
It was named after the song that you today had mm -hmm. before it was like a movement or whatever. Yeah. And um, we played a couple shows and finally Bedard was looking for, you looking to start a new band after his band Raging Hope and just got in touch with me. He was like, hey, you want to play guitar? And I was like, fuck yeah. Because he was like the guy in Worcester. You know? mm -hmm. And so that's how that started. Word. Um, do you think this was like, how was the hardcore scene at this time? Was it, it really well in Worcester, in Boston? It was great. Yeah, Worcester. I think we were probably the first or second hardcore band ever. Yeah, out there. So it was. Weird. So that was the beginning of like a new era for like local hardcore, especially in like Worcester County and shit. Yeah, there wasn't a lot going on. There was no internet back then, so mm -hmm. you know it wasn't a huge thing like it is today. How was it? Getting so everybody knew everybody. Yeah. So like. Uh, how was it getting shows? Like, did did you know a lot of people? The bands just start popping up everywhere and became. Where uh, they, you see as it? the years went on, yeah, they started popping up, mm -hmm. but it was still nothing like it is today. How long was that going together for? Um, I think we were banned from like eighty eight to eighty seven or eighty eight to ninety or ninety one, mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah, where did you guys play? Mostly Worcester, Boston. Mm -hmm. Um, we actually played the channel with Pantera. Holy shit. Really? <laughs> Before they were anybody. Um, <laughs> it was like a fucking Monday night or something. There was wow. like no one there, but we, we hung out with them on their bus and shit. So that was, that was something. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, we played a lot of Boston shows with Slapshot and played with Underdog and Maximum Penalty and Raw Deal. Um, uppercut you know i remember that man yeah <clears throat> so uh that went on for a couple years then a few years did did it just fizzle out or then yeah um me and the other guitarist wanted to go in a more metal direction mm -hmm. and so yeah i think we just we just ended up quitting did they to start a whole a new metal band that that didn't actually ever really happen i was gonna say Caster and Hike doesn't really ring That's true it. metal for me, though. Like some of it well, does. No, we just wanted it. We wanted to get away from hardcore, mm -hmm. and we still, even with Caster and Hike, we still didn't get fully away from hardcore because we just couldn't. And I still can't avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in my blood, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but we with Caster and Hike, we wanted to do something that was a blend of hardcore, metal, rock. You know, mm -hmm. with, with the vocals, we're just singing. Yeah. And no one did that back then. Yeah. People hated us for that. Thought we were like fucking Aerosmith part two because of that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know? Which is nowhere near. Not, not when you look back now, it's like, no, it's totally normal. It's fine. Yeah. But back then, it was like a big deal that we had a guy who sang. And this was before emo. Long yeah. before emo. Yeah. Which was definitely a thing that came along with mm -hmm. that genre. Like the singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, where did you, so did you find with it? Who did you? Who where did you find the, the singer? Where did you find? Him? He was a kid from Clinton. Yeah, a younger kid. Um, and he basically begged to join the band, <laughs> <laughs> but he was always like the younger kid. You know, I didn't really take him all that seriously. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Does he know that? Oh yeah. All right. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so. You know, because you know when you're 19 and 
you got this 16 year old kid hanging around that's a big difference back then sure you know what I mean yeah 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 you don't take those kids seriously absolutely not but um he tried out and everyone else was like yeah 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 he's good he's cool and he finally like after like months of being in the band he he finally came up to me he's like am I in the band or what and I'm like yeah I guess so <laughs> but had you already had songs written for this like had you been writing songs we had a couple yeah like while you were not still... no um, vocals or anything yeah yeah and there's uh, a couple people who uh, I interviewed another a woman and said she'd been in like you know the band Major Stars oh yeah she, love them um, yeah Noel she's the new singer or newish singer um, she said like, she was in that band for like a couple like a month and she was like am I to, should I come back <laughs> am, I, am I in this yeah it was kind of like that uh, that's funny for sure. <clears throat> so were you were you practicing Clinton still yeah. 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 So did you see it like being, becoming what it was? I mean, what, what it became? What do you mean? Cast Iron Hike? Well, we always wanted to do something different and I, I think we accomplished that. Mm -hmm. Was it, and you said it wasn't as accepted in the hardcore, hardcore community? Yeah. But you have vocals, tough time? The vocals for sure. Yeah. People used to come up all the time and be like, I love your music, man, but that fucking singer, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and you're like, you know I'm in the band, right? <laughs> but I basically, I was just like, well, you'll come around. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll talk in five, ten years, and you'll be like, I was wrong. And many people have. Yeah. I just feel like hardcore wasn't ready for us, you know? So you were a visionary. Pretty much is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how... I. How, did you guys go on tour? I mean, how long were you? Yeah, doing? we did. Yeah, we did um, a couple of U.S. tours, mostly uh, East Coast, up mm. and down the coast. Um, played L.A. once. Yeah, we were supposed to go to Europe, mm -hmm. and right before that, we were supposed to go on tour with this little band called the Helicopters. Oh, little band. Who, who we. Maybe over here they were a little at that time. No, no one knew about them. Yeah, at, they at the giant time. There. Even over there, I don't think they were really anybody at the time because it was, what, 98? And then our singer quit right before that happened. Oh, for what? Yeah. What happened? I think he was just, he wanted to do his own thing. He, he started like a, like a country kind of thing after that. Yeah. Jake Brennan. Yeah. Yep. I remember that. So <laughs> that happened. Um, <laughs> In retrospect, we should have just found someone else and yeah. forged on, but we... I don't know what happened. Just kind of fizzled. Mike joined ISIS and right. So, yeah. Um, were you? So you guys were signed at this point? Yeah, we were on Victory. Yeah. And yeah. How did that come about? Um, there was kind of like a bidding war over us. Really? Yeah. Who? Um, Revelation, Equal Vision, and Victory were all fighting for us. Wow. Yeah. That must have felt good at the time. It was. It was super flattering. You Big know? fucking deal. Yeah. Because those were the labels. Yeah, those were the hard ones. Yeah, for sure. And so we just let them, we let them fight for a while. <laughs> we just sat on it and watched it happen. It was yeah. pretty fucking cool. Just offers coming up and this and that. And they, they were the most enthusiastic and offered the most money. Mm -hmm. So we went with that. So did you record a new record for, for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave us a fucking ton of money. And where'd you go to record it? Um, the Outpost in Stoughton, Mass. Is it still there? I think it is. I'm not sure. How was that? I was recording that. It was awesome. It was our first time in a real studio. 
big drum room, all mm-hmm. wood, huge nice. ceilings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was fun. But we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. <laughs> so, are you happy with the way the record came? I mean, I know the record. Yeah. But, and I think we've talked about it before. Yeah. There's a bunch of things I would redo. You know, like the guitars weren't as crushing as they could have been. Have you ever had that itch to go back and like? Re- I actually found the tapes. Yeah, my dad found the tapes in his basement. So were they still intact? Like they, I, I'm fine? not sure yet. We need to look at them. Yeah, and, and make sure. But I'm tempted to go back in and remix it. Yeah, that'd be, be awesome. Maybe add some guitars. Yeah, you know, not too much, mm-hmm. but just enough to give it that You're extra piece that I've always wanted George it to have. Shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. You think you could get? You think you could get it re-released? Yeah, probably. I don't know. We'll see. I feel like you're good for sure. How is the? I, I, how don't, is, I don't know. We, I don't know about the legalities of it all. Like, yeah. I don't know if Victory, does anybody own it. Someone I don't else? know if Victory owns it because we never actually signed anything. <laughs> really? That's the <laughs> fucked up thing. Uh, so you know, fucking, know. you know, whatever. Ownership is whatever nine tenths of the law, or like, you know, you yeah. have the tape, so like, it's yeah. yours. <laughs> Right? I don't know. I need to look into it a little bit. I kind of don't care because what's he going to do? What's he, is he going to sue us? Really? Like, <laughs> what, what are you going to get? What, what, are you, what are you going to get out of this? <laughs> Nothing. You know. So yeah. So I don't know. I kind of don't care. You know, if anyone was willing to put it out, yeah. I Could you get those guys back together for like a reunion show for that? Um, probably. Yeah, if we did that, probably that would be sweet. People yeah, would fucking be so pumped. Yeah, I mean, we did a few like six years ago. We did four, and then four years ago, I think we we did one. Mm-hmm. Um, they were fun. Yeah, the first four were a lot of fun. How did it feel? Great. Yeah, it was awesome. Wish we could have kept kept going. Did it? Did you guys practice a lot for it? Yeah, because yeah. the drummer hadn't touched drums. Yeah, what's that like? I mean, when you when you walk away, I talked to a lot of people on here who just walk away from music. How the fuck do you get back into it? Especially drums. Well, it's always there. You know, it's always in the back of your head. Mm -hmm. But for him, he hadn't literally touched anything. So Was that like a conscious choice or did he just... He was busy um, going to school and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's actually an assistant professor in New York City now. Shit. But so, yeah, he's doing grown up shit. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, he got it. You know, he... Still had the same old kit. Yeah. You know, he got it real quick. So it was good. It was fun. So what did you do out there after and hike? I joined this band Blacktail. That's been going on for a long fucking time. That went on for like yeah. ten years, yeah. Yeah. That was fun. It's kinda of like noise noise rock, I guess mm-hmm. you call it. I remember that. With right. like psychedelic aspects to it. When did you start getting into psych? I think when I was it Newberry? Yeah, when I went to the Alewife store. Mm-hmm. I talked to Vice. What's that? I talked to Chris, Chris Vice. Yeah. Nice. And he he talked a lot about being at that particular store and yeah. you in particular, like influencing him and like all of us influencing each other. That's awesome. Like just feeding each other music all the time. Yeah. Like just going through those used bins, the fucking radioactive scenes. Yes were a huge thing. I discovered Flower Traveling Band. I think that was yep. the first band that I discovered. Japanese band? Of that, yeah. Yeah. Of that ilk. And I was just like, that just sent me on a tangent. You mm-hmm. know, from there on, I was just looking for all that kind of stuff. Krautrock, all kinds of psych from everywhere. You know, Turkey, 
Japan, yeah. everywhere. Cambodia, yeah. like so weird psych shit. So that's all I listened to for like ten years, probably. Did you ever think about being like a pure psych rock band? Yeah, well, I kind of wanted Blacktail to kind of go. Well, you know, not like in a heavier, weirder direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta find the right people and mm-hmm. time to do it. That's the only problem, you know. Yeah, time's a bitch. It is. It sucks, especially with kids, you know. So, what what year was this? What year is Blacktail? Mm-hmm. That two thousand. I think it was two thousand two, two thousand one, something like that. Mm-hmm. We put out a record, Styrofoam Island, in two thousand three, I believe. I remember that record. The... And uh, yeah, that's all. That's all we ever put out. And we were still a band, I think, till like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah. When did you get married? You had to ask me that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I knew because, well, she'll never listen to this. God damn it. She is, you know. <laughs> 2008. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so right around the same time. So yeah. Did, so did you Wrong. like launch right into Kidville, more or less, and marriage life kind of? Um, that, kind that of. Do to I music? mean, I always, I always want to be jamming like once yeah. a week if, if possible. Right now, it's just not possible because of other people's shit, but... Mm-hmm. it's better than therapy jamming as you know yeah for you know, sure you come out of a jam this session, is good therapy you, you have me. you have a shit week you go to your jam and you come out and you just feel like you got a full body massage almost and your mind i agree as well. i mean i don't i mean I, not only the music but i think if you enjoy the people you're you're playing with like you actually enjoy them as people it can be the greatest thing yeah just the laugh the laughing yes makes all the shit go away all the dick jokes and mm-hmm. <laughs> the fucking beard it just makes all those sh- all that shit disappear mm-hmm. absolutely uh, <clears throat> so you were jamming a lot at this t- at that time i always have been yeah I just never, with who? never stopped with wormwood with doom riders mm-hmm. um yeah i mean doom riders is a was a fucking huge deal I wouldn't say huge, but I think so. I mean, it was for me. Yeah. I, I, that first record, I fucking is great. Well, I'm glad you it's amazing. like it. Um, and it's, I feel like a lot of people love that. Yeah, I mean, good amount of people. Of all my bands, is definitely the biggest one. But still, I wouldn't say it was. We were huge by any means. <laughs> you, I mean, you toured, right? Toured a bunch, yeah. Like extensive tours, correct? Yeah, a couple full U.S. ones, all over Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, Iceland and uh, Japan. Yeah, and it's fucking Australia. Yeah. New Had you ever been to any of those places before? No, hell no. And what was it like? I mean, was it um, Japan's eye-opening? amazing? Yeah. The more foreign and exotic, the more I like it. Like yeah. Japan, fucking amazing. Australia, New Zealand, so cool. Mm. Yeah, I recommend it. How are the people there? They great. Great. Yeah, that's another thing we talk about. Fucking touring elsewhere other than here like mm. the music scenes and the people are just so much more accepting and inviting yeah yeah I'd say so yeah yeah they seem to be more open to different uh, different style people are more into they're not just metal guys you know they're into everything it yeah. seems like mm-hmm. in other places so that's cool so how did Doom Riders come about were you jamming with uh, those guys me and Nate um, knew each other 
just from our, our bands. Mm-hmm. And I, I met him probably in 96 or something like that. He was in a band called Jesuit and I was in Castor and Hike. And we loved each other's bands. And when he would play up this way, I would go and see him. I'd play down in Virginia and he'd come out and see me. And we just clicked as people. And we just were always like, we should start a band, man. Because we were always into the same shit. Mm-hmm. We should start a band, you know. And when he moved up to join Converge, he was like, let's do it. You know, let's make it happen at some point. So so I didn't know that. I didn't know he wasn't the original bass player in, in Converge. Yeah, no. He wasn't. Was that at the time that they started getting much bigger when he joined? Uh, they, I feel like they were big. Like, after a year of his of existence, they were fucking big. Um... But yeah, definitely. When he joined, they recorded Jane Doe, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like that's when they really took off. I agree. Yeah, I you know, agree. so because that record, I wasn't really a fan before that record. The record before that, I didn't mind. I mean, yeah, honestly, I need I, to go I, back and listen to it now. But, but yeah, a lot of that stuff. I mean, I mean, I, I don't, I don't love a lot of that, like that metal stuff. Mm. Um, it's just too much for me. I can't handle it. Yeah. But as far as that music goes, I mean, obviously, a lot of people respect them and mm. think, hold them in high regard. And, I mean, they've been around for how fucking long? Yeah, like 20 years. 20 now, fucking like years. That. Can you, I mean, some, I mean, can you say that about no, a lot of that. fucking metal bands? Yeah, uh, not really. Yeah, it's crazy. Especially, not like, really. I think it's pretty insane. They have the staying power. Yeah. Um, so... He was here for a while playing with... When did Doom Riders start? Like immediately when he got up here? Pretty much. Yeah. It was maybe like a year after he was up here. Because I was on his ass. Like, let's go. You're here. Let's do this. (laughs) I know you got this other band, but... Yeah. I'm just like, come on. Let's do it. So we finally did. And I think that was 2004. Something like that. And then we put out our first record in 2005. Once we got together, we he had a bunch of riffs, I had a bunch of riffs, and songs just like flew out of us. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing that's the thing with us. We don't get together all that much, but when we do, we just like pump out songs. Prolific. Um, so it's a shame that we don't get together as much as, as we should, just because you know we could get a lot done. But he's got a, he's got a lot going on. He's got kids. We all have kids. You know, not all of us, but and Jeb was. The bass player from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then he moved on because he had kids or something like that, right? Yeah, he just he couldn't do the touring anymore. Yeah, he ended up quitting. So now we have Chris Johnson on bass. Who's the man? Chris Johnson uh, of Newbury Harbor. Yeah, so crazy. Did you not know that? Uh, I think I did. I mean, I don't. You know, I I barely ever. See, I don't talk to him, or I've never. I haven't seen him in fucking ten years. Yeah, you know. Probably. So he's in. Um, sorry to cut you off, but no, he's no. in Deaf Heaven. Yeah, I just saw. I mean, Nathan fucking... Converge and Old Man Gloom. So it's a fucking pain he has. It's so hard to get yeah. these guys together. But it's a fucking like that's a that's like a dream lineup for Christ's sakes. Yeah, a lot of fucking. But it's history. so hard to get anyone together. Yeah, that's the I mean, only thing you know. Chris is always touring, right? Yeah, or recording or something. They always have something going on. Yeah, but it's crazy that it still exists in theory. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's the thing. We get together when we can. Yeah. Do you have uh, like? songs ready to go for riffs yeah yeah not songs we rarely have songs that are just done when did the last record come out 
Um, I was listening to it the other day. It was I, 2009? I, mm-hmm. I didn't listen to it much when it came out. Yeah. The, the first two I did a lot. Yeah. Um, so do you think you'll ever get another record out? That's the plan. Yeah? We've been talking about getting together and writing. Uh, I mean, it was supposed to happen, like, originally it was supposed to happen in August. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it's October and then November and then after Christmas. And so... <laughs> I'm know. sure Chris is going to be done with Death Heaven Tour soon, right? Like, or is or is now the ramp up because it's summer again? I have no idea. We we just have to check in with each other and see when there's a window of time that we're together. We're you know all here. How did you meet Chris? Um, because I worked yeah I worked with him in he, Harvard for two years. He was the Red Chords sound guy, mm-hmm. and we needed a sound guy. And Mike from the Red Chord recommended him as a sound guy. So he came out with us to Europe as oh, our sound sweet. guy. He's a fucking excellent sound guy. Yeah. Um, and just the sweetest kid. Just a nice guy. Love yeah. that guy. And so... Genuine. When Jeb left, he was on the top of our list of people mm-hmm. to join. Yeah. So he joined and it worked out. and Yeah. But now he's too busy. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we just got to find like some time. To get together. How about the other guys? Like, it's just life type stuff, family yeah. shit. Um, our drummer Q is in Magic Circle, as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that doesn't take up a lot of his time. But basically, it's it's Converge, Old Man Gloom, and Deaf Heaven that takes up all of our time, and then kids. Old Man Gloom, I can't believe yeah. that's still happening. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, did they just go on tour? Did I see? They were recording a record. Okay, writing and recording a record. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, where do you go from here? Like, are you, you, you think you try to set some time up, up aside? Say, like, can you be that's, here? That's the plan. We just need to get in, in touch. And How long like, do you think it would take to, to get the songs written? Oh, I don't know. It's always different, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I have, like, five years worth of riffs in my yeah. phone. <laughs> so, it's like... <laughs> I mean, I have the riffs, and I'm sure those guys do too. And even when we get together, we write riffs on the spot, and mm-hmm. they could all fly together quickly or so not. You know, I don't know. What would your be your process for getting back together with them? Would you go back through all your shit and and like kind of pick out? I mean, riffs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I have I have a bunch that you know I, I highlight some on my phone. Like I know which ones are killer and which ones are mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So I'll go to those first, and you know. Just try and assemble stuff. Did you write stuff with Chris yet? Um, we attempted to. Yeah. <laughs> but that was like one or two rehearsals. Mm-hmm. And those were for tours or shows or something like that? That was before a show. Yeah. Yeah. We only played two, two or three shows with him. <laughs> yeah. So he's in the band, but like... Yeah. He's band. been in the band for like a couple of years now, but he's like still kind of barely in the band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That must be weird for him. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to ask him about that. I will. I'm going to talk to him. All right. <laughs> Let me know what he says. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to talk to him because it seems like it might be hard to get in touch with him. Yeah. He's a busy guy. Yeah. Whatever. With his recording and big black metal pop band. Would he record you, you think, if you, if you guys got the record together? Um, no, we'll probably stick with Kurt. Everything we've done is with Kurt. Those Kurt, those records don't sound like Kurt records to me. No, no. Okay. Like I was listening to uh, like Russian Circles recorded with mm. Kurt, 
the last one and they're recording the, the next one with him at, at electrical audio in chicago mm-hmm. those sound like kurt records to hmm. me yeah the guitar sounds very kurt to me yeah um but yeah those records never seemed like the hymn to me i don't know why interesting i don't know it's hard for me to to tell being on the inside of it you know yeah they um, seem much more lively like much more uh, i don't know active and free than i think a lot of his records sound hmm I don't know. It could be our playing. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, especially if you're going to Electrical Audio, which is, you know, Steve Albini's studio and his mm-hmm. philosophy is just set it up and let them play, mm. make them sound like they sound rather mm-hmm. than trying to affect it and produce a record, right? right. Just engineer a record. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I've never thought of it. It always sounded that way to me. Because I, I always loved the guitar sounds he captured. Mm-hmm. What about him? He Well, him being a guitar player, yeah, he knows to get a good, thick, crushing guitar tone. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted that. Yeah. And he definitely nails that. So if you went back and remastered or did this Cast Iron Hike record, do you think you'd bring it to Kurt and be like, can we... Um, either that or Brian, who originally helped record it. Mm-hmm. Brian McTurnan from Salad Days. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see what Kurt would, would do with it. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't really thought on a lot about it. You should. It'd be great to get them both together. Yeah. Because then Brian could say, "This is well, this is what we did. You know, this is how we mm-hmm. had it mic'd or whatever. And do they know each other? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Get them up in God City and... That would be amazing. Yeah, it would be. be amazing. Uh, I'd love to see. I'd love to hear about that. Mm. And I mean, I would probably want to be able to talk to Kurt, but mm. um, yeah, it'd be interesting to hear how it comes about and how it sounds. I'd love to ultimately record like an EP with those guys, a brand new thing, like new songs. And... Well, I mean, I'd love to do that. Do you think that that would be maybe easier or just as difficult? To oh, get super Doom difficult Riders? because. You know, Mike's in L.A. Yeah. Um, what is Mike doing? I mean, I carp- know... He's a carpenter. Is, but, I mean, ISIS is... ISIS is done. More or less. I mean, they played recently. Yeah, the one show. The yeah, benefit the, the Caleb show. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, pretty much done, right? Mm-hmm. But he's got MGR. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how busy that is. But still, he's on the West Coast. And then our drummer is in New York City, assistant professor. Yeah. And everybody's got other stuff going on, but it would be great, you know, maybe when things slow down for people, we can do that at some point, but yeah. <laughs> uh, what about Wormwood? You want to talk about that? Sure. What do you want to talk about? I don't know anything about it, so tell me. I I never, um, I never really, you know, I was kind of out of that. I didn't. Type music I wasn't. It's very metal. I wasn't I really looking yeah. for it at the time, so yeah, yeah, you know. So I could see you not being. I wasn't being I, all that into it. Um, did it come out? Did it come out of like frustration? The, the original, like, the original drummer from Doom Riders, mm-hmm. who is now the drummer for Wormwood, was on my ass. Let's fucking start jamming. Let's you know. Let's do some shit. So we started jamming, and I for some reason I wanted to do like a doomy. 
kind of almost little psychedelic parts here and there. Um, See, that sounds great to me. <laughs> What's that? That sounds great. Well, yeah, you might be into it. Mm-hmm. And then the Phoenix put out this metal compilation. They wanted us on it, so we recorded a song with Alex Garcia, mm-hmm. who actually recorded an EP with him. Um, so that's how that started. And I, it was just he and I for the first year or two, whatever. So I pl- played guitar, bass, and did the vocals, and he played drums. So that's how that started. And then we added a couple more dudes, and now we're a full band, and we play. Yeah, play some shows here and there. How is it singing? It's weird. It still is very new yeah. to me. Because you hadn't sung in... No, I never have. Even in Doom Not Riders? Not even back, backing vocals, yeah. really. I mean, I do now in Doom Riders, but um, yeah, I never fully... Did you think about it before you did it? Or did you know what it was going to sound like? or what? I had no like? idea. Yeah. No idea. Because I never never tried it before. It's, it's really hard to get that, like... That's that scream. A lot of people ruin their voice doing that. When right? you when you first try and do that, you, the sound that comes out is ridiculous. You're just like, <laughs> what? How do they do that? And, you yeah. know, struggled with it for a long time, and I still am. I want to get a more gnarly sound out of my my body, but it's just, I think it takes years to like fine tune it and learn how to breathe. Mm-hmm. It's, it's supposed to come more from your guts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Less from the throat and more diaphragm. Which yeah, which. It's not easy to it's, do. It just seems like a foreign concept to me. You know, still trying to get a hold of it. Mm-hmm. You really have to. You really have to think about pushing those muscles to push up on your it just to on produce your, that yeah, sound to yeah. get that sound or any sort of sound. I mean, I talked to like Downing about saying like years and years ago and trying to sing from where you're supposed to sing from mm. is not natural. You know, people who sing all the time, and especially I was like, people ruin their voice because they're not singing properly. Mm-hmm. Um, he told me to do like, like exercises, yeah, like kegels or whatever for, <laughs> for my, you know, just like do fucking for your for your you know for your beer gut here, yeah, this one, uh, keg okay. to to work on that muscle to help you push. And he also said like use your nose a lot. Whoa, he's like kind of like hum to your nose weird yeah never heard that he says it works huh. i mean i don't know she talked to him he came down here and gave me a lesson once yeah um it was only one it was supposed to be many mm-hmm. but then i realized i just i'm not a singer yeah yeah i think what i want to learn and what he knows are probably very different things though <laughs> yeah i i can see where that you assume that but i think that uh the commonality between you know, traditional singing and trying to produce what you want, there is some aspects that yeah, will probably. cross over. Right. But you have to learn all the, probably a bunch of shit that you don't care about beforehand. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I'm still learning. It's, it's still very difficult. And playing guitar and remembering lyrics is so fucking hard for me. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine doing that? It's, no, I can't imagine playing guitar and saying and words. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. you know. <clears throat> it's difficult. Do you, is there, is there, so is there a second guitar player in Wormwood? Yeah. Yeah. So are you still doing Mike most Cowell. of the solos? Or do you he does a lot. Yeah. I, I do some. 
Uh, we do harmonies together. So you're pretty much this is your band, whereas like well, Doom Riders and stuff, like you know, he was obviously like he was the front guy or whatever. Are you yeah. are you the front guy in this more or less? Well, yeah, yeah, because I'm the singer. But yeah. um, I never want to be in a band where it's all controlled by one guy. Oh, sure, sure. You know, I like everybody to contribute and collaborate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't say this is my band for. Definitely. No, no, but you're so. Those guys are all super creative dudes. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's tough. I mean, when you work in a traditional band environment, and I think I've never worked in an environment where there's like one person who's like calling all the fucking shots. I couldn't, I don't think I could do that. Yeah. You know, that would just be. It's no fun. No. Uh, who wants to do that? You like, to hear, you like to hear your parts sure. come come alive and, you know. You know, people add things that you wouldn't necessarily think to add. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what it's all about, I think. So, has that always been your experience in all the bands? Like, fairly democratic? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Have you ever, ever been asked to, to be in a band that may be like, hey, I, I, need, I want these songs. I need to play these songs. Um, no. I don't think it's ever, it's never come up. Surprising. There's some situations where I would be... I would be into it, yeah. You know, just because if someone has a vision and they just need a guy to play parts, mm-hmm. you know, I would totally do that. But yeah, I don't know. I'm always working on my other stuff, and it's time. It goes back to time again. Just don't have a lot of time to do other stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have kids, and I don't think I have any. Yeah, time. <laughs> so I can't even talk for sure. Yeah, it'd be tough to try and do that with the kids and. With school, mm-hmm. you know. Cool. Yeah. How do you feel? Good. How about you? Was it was it awkward? Too awkward for you? Definitely awkward. But really, I'm yeah. sorry. No, it's not your fault. It's all me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I turned down one. Did I say that earlier? No, you didn't. I had a podcast offer and I turned it down. Why'd you choose to do this one? Because it's you. <laughs> you know. My, well, I my appreciate old buddy. that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I honestly, yeah, a lot of, like when I talked to Alex originally, he was like, who are you? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Which was, you know, which he's certainly, and again, he's the same as you. He has two kids now, a baby, and yeah. does this, you know, super successful business. He's like, do I have or want to spend the time doing this? Yeah. But once, you know, once I talked to him about Blackstone Valley, he was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and then he used to hang out with, um, when he was in Blood Horse, Jesse was friends with uh, the guitar player. Mm-hmm. So they used to hang out once oh, in a while. Cool. And then once, once he knew that, he was like, oh, you should have told me that from the beginning and I would have been fine. He actually did the layout for the Wormwood record. Oh, he did? Yeah. I think he mentioned that when I talked to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Get, getting to know him, it was great. And by the end of it, he gave me a hug, which I was like, yeah. Weird. <laughs> He's like, dude, bring it in, man. I feel like we bonded. I'm like, yeah. All right, that's cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for joining me. I appreciate yeah, it. Man.